Hi everybody, I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your part twilight face. Oh! That was so good. That's perfect. Melissa and I were like both kind of like conducting dancing and maybe that kind of like united the three of us. I guess I'll have to dance next time. Yeah. Hi guys. I'm proud. Hi. Hello. How's it going? It's good. I have an update. <gasps> I had happened? a really fun weekend. <laughs> wow. And I want to tell you guys. What did you do? And the listeners. We drove home for my mom's birthday party. Oh, Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to my Susan. mom. Yay. Oh, is, are the listeners allowed to know her name? Yeah. Happy birthday, Susan. Happy birthday, Happy Susan. Birthday, Susan. <laughs> Uh, I think that we actually did discuss her name in the last episode. I might have taken it out because I was like, eh, it's a little boring. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on the way down, we were passing through Cincinnati and I was like, oh, I'm so sad that we're going through home and I'm like not seeing any of my favorite people. And I was like, it's almost lunchtime. So I was like, ooh, I'm kind of feeling noodles, which is in my hometown. So I called a friend from my hometown. I was like, Hey, are you doing anything in about a half an hour? Do you want to wow. get lunch? And That's they were like, so spontaneous. Oh, I wish I could, but I'm going on a foraging walk with two <gasps> of our other friends and their what? five-year-old twin boys. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, I want to go to that. So we stopped in Cincinnati, northern Kentucky, for an hour and, like, went on a hike with these two adorable five-year-old boys who would, like, pick up a big rock and be like, do you want to see me make a splash? And I'd be like, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. I want to see you make a splash. Yes, I do. And as we went, my friend was, like, picking plants for us to eat. Oh, and it was so fun. I and I got that. to surprise my other two friends. It's just like, hello, I'm here. It was so fun. And then later that day, we were hanging out at my grandma's house. We, we only had time to stay for, like, an hour, you right. know, because we had to get back on the road. Uh, but later that day, we were staying at my grandma's house, and I was like, Ooh, my nephew and Scott and I are going to go on a walk. We needed to go to CVS to get cards for my mom. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> But we went to CVS and then we went on our walk and a guy comes out of the forest. What? He, we, there's, like a, there's like a wooded area where you can go hiking. So we were walking through there and this man comes out of the forest and he has, he has, like, multiple bags full of plants. And I was like, oh, you've been doing some foraging? And he was like, yeah, I have. And he was, like, really excited to tell us all about the different plants that he foraged. I want to forage. I was like, you are the second forager that I've hung out with today. Because I was foraging in Cincinnati this morning. And he was like, oh, you were in Cincinnati? <laughs> they have the biggest botanical library in the united states i drove to cincinnati <laughs> and they let you hold the 500 year old plant books and oh i was like God. that's so cool and he was like it's amazing wow Lloyd library and it was just like a really lovely weekend and those two interactions were like so fun it was really great that's my mm -hmm. update is that okay. how people from cincinnati say cincinnati no, that's no, how that people was... from this tiny town in Indiana yeah, apparently in... say Cincinnati. In it. Um, I want to forage so bad. My favorite thing to do in every video game is forage. Um, it's <laughs> exclusively what I prefer to do when I play video games. Have I you just... ever been foraging in real life? Not 
officially I've, I've done it my way which is looking for cool shit but not like that I That's actually kind of know I can for... consume uh, next time that we're in Cincinnati at the same time I can take you foraging I have I've got the foraging hookup. My friend oh, is like really knowledgeable and forages all the time. I want to forage so bad. In fact, this friend teaches at a high school and they had like a special like different teachers teach like special activities for a week or two and they led a class into the woods and went foraging for a couple of weeks. That's so fun. I want to forage Ooh. so bad. We found a lot of honeysuckle. I love eating honeysuckle. Honeysuckle is looks so, so mad. She's like, she loves eating honeysuckle so mad that she just got really angry. Ah, it just like feels magical. I, feels like you're tasting sunshine. As a child, I would love to eat a lot of the plants that were like on the playground, like crab apples and <laughs> Ugh, honeysuckle. Crab apples are disgusting. And you weren't doing it right then. And uh, the teachers would always be like, Melissa, stop eating the plants. You aren't allowed. I'd be like, it's a fine. It's do- it doesn't hurt you. And they're like, that's not the issue. We did. I did used to eat like clover, the little the little bottoms of the clover yeah. leaves. I didn't know petals. you could eat the bottom you... of the clover petals. Yeah. Anyway, I got in trouble in elementary school for eating plants. So that's that's so funny. Uh, what's up with you guys? What's new? I'm back from Colorado, and I'm sad about it. Mm, you're so brave. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I have, like, actual news, which is that uh, my cats are actually my cats now. <gasps> <laughs> Listeners, if you forgot, I've been fostering these cats since, like, October, and they weren't officially my cats until, like, this week. Wow. So are you, did you have, like, a... Like a adoption party? Yeah, tell us the no. story. Did your um, friend just text you like, hey, no, they're yours they're or did yours. you ask? <laughs> I texted my friend like, hey, like no rush, but like I should tell you the information that if you don't want these cats, I will take the cats, which it's had never been official have, yeah. information before. And then she was like, oh, that's great. That's ideal. So then she came over, and then we talked about it, and she has, like, papers and stuff that she has to give me, apparently. Sure, sure. sure, I was briefly deeply overwhelmed by the fact that, like, now now I'm just responsible for these cats forever. Their lives. You're, like, their mom. I need to, like, get them a vet. Uh Uh-huh. Probably. You probably should have maybe figured that out before you became your real cats, but, like, whatever. Probably, probably. I think it's good for Olivia to be human and do one thing out of order once in her life. <laughs> wow, yeah. rude. Yeah. It is not good rude. Point, I'm Maya. talking you up. <laughs> I'm saying you have your life together. Saying you're not human. <laughs> this book tells us not being human is better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like very explicitly. The one takeaway. <laughs> I'm really happy for you. Yeah, and I'm happy for the cats. Me too. I'm happy for the cats for sure. Like, they love you. They're happy with you. I'm sure they love living with you way more than they like living with her. I mean, probably not, but also maybe because I let Tuna sleep in the bed. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, nobody else is going to have a sink that's the perfect 
and the sink shape. is the perfect shape. I'm sure for her, she so. didn't have a yeah. single sink. Yeah, there were no sinks. They probably didn't have any sinks in their apartment. I was actually thinking, um, in terms of Twilight and showering, like, <laughs> do you think the vampires shower for cleanliness? Because as they're running around super fast, I bet, like, dirt gets kicked oh, yes. up. I'm sure they get bugs, like, stuck in their face. Yeah. <laughs> do you I think would... they ever shower just like, oh, how relaxing. pleasure? Yeah. Yes, okay. because based on mostly the fact that Edward likes that Bella is warm. Mm-hmm. He That's says that point. he enjoys that she is warm. So why would they not enjoy a hot I shower? don't know why, but like I just assumed that they, I don't know, because they're vampires, they don't get dirty. <laughs> that was that like the kind of in of my thing head until that I started thinking tell about you. it. But like they get literally like, dirty. Like they don't get greasy, but they get right. literally. I know, but my head is like not nah, the dirt. Probably just like slides off. Slides right Their off. Their special <laughs> skin is such that grime and dirt cannot stick yeah. to it. it. Slides right off because it, dirt would venom. make them. Uh, I feel like to Stephanie less attractive, and that's just not. Yeah, okay, I but felt that's like just she like would find it that way. Yeah, we've already established she doesn't give a fuck about physics. No, she does not. She does not. <laughs> just, All right. They should have a hot tub. They should. Oh, I bet they would they love not? a hot tub. Hot, uh, the biggest hot tub to ever exist. They're so fucking rich. Yeah. They could just heat an entire pool like it's a hot tub. They yeah. could just live they underwater. Could. They could do a lot of things that they don't do. <laughs> That's true. All right, <laughs> who's like recapping? <laughs> Um, oh, I guess it's me if I'm editing. No. Um, let okay, me pull up my ebook. To to pee. I'm gonna power through. Yeah, power through. Uh, this was a longer chapter than I really thought it was gonna be. Yeah, we started late because I was still reading it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took me a long time. Um, it's also taking me a long time to flip all the way back through uh, my ebook. <laughs> okay, chapter thirty-two, company. Um, we got a lot of vampires up in this house. Oh, many. Um, a lot, a lot. And we get a lot of really questionable descriptors of these vampires. Um, I guess I'm just gonna try to, like, list them. We got Peter, uh, and Charlotte, Charlotte. who are Jasper's friends. Alice has sent these guys. They didn't really get any kind of explanation, but everyone just trusts Alice when she's like, listen, y'all, you've got to go do this thing. I'm not going to give you any more information. And they all just show up and they're like, oh, my God, look at this baby. But everyone loves Renesmee. Renesmee just pulls everyone to her side and everyone wants to protect her. Everyone wants to witness. Um, it's just, I don't know, truly magical or whatever. Um <laughs> And then there's vampires from Ireland and Egypt. Uh, there's the Irish clan, which has Siobhan, Liam, and little Maggie, which seems like a really patronizing name, but whatever. Oh, she knows that when she's being lied to, which is pretty well, fucking cool. Honestly. That's a cool one. That's a cool power. Um, so, like, they didn't even need to be shown Renesmee's uh, power because they're just like, oh, yeah, Ever's telling the truth. Dope. Peace. I'm like, wow, that's real handy. Um, And then there's the Egyptian vampires, Amon, Benjamin, Tia, and Kebi. Um, And 
just to note that all the Egyptians looked so alike. Couldn't um, tell them apart. Couldn't tell them apart. No. I blame racism. Yeah, Me I blame too. racism. Her um, special eyes can't tell them apart. Yeah, please. Uh. Come on. Come on now. Um, and I think Benjamin is the one with the power to, like, actually manipulate the elements, which mm-hmm. seems mm-hmm. far too powerful of a thing for a vampire to have control over, but whatever. Um, and we did get the tidbit that Amun created Benjamin because he knew that Benjamin was going to be able to control the elements, like an avatar. Well, at least like, can't special. wait to talk about that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we get to meet all these vampires. Emmett and Rose come back. Carlisle comes back. Um, and we also get some nomads, like Garrett, who is... I guess the adventurer, like, I don't really know what that's supposed to mean, except he sounds like Emma, who wants to just, like, do dangerous shit. Um, I liked him. Yeah. Mary and Randall, I don't really know who they're supposed to be, honestly. No. I'm gonna skip over some of these. Um, and at the same time, Bella is learning how to fight. Um, Edward won't do it because he's a pansy um, and can't, I don't know, just get over himself for five seconds to help his wife survive a giant catastrophic event but whatever so she learns how to fight with a bunch of other people and then she also tries to uh expand her power to other people um it's just a very i don't know arduous thing for her she can kind of do it at first uh kate is like shocking edward and she can sometimes protect Edward from being shocked, sometimes not. And then there's this moment where Kate's like, the stakes need to be higher. And so <laughs> she's like, Renesme, come here. And Bella's like, are you going to shock my goddamn daughter, bitch? And uh, Renesme comes over to Bella. And Bella, like, slings Renesme on her back. And she's like, I fucking dare you to come near me. And Kate comes near her. And she gets so fucking angry. So angry that all of a sudden she has, like, such good control over her power. And is able to go, shh, Renesme's protected. Shh, Edward's protected. I'm so mad. Um, <laughs> and then Edward's like, all right, everyone, calm down. And then Kate's like, see, look, you did better. I'm right. And Bella's like, yeah, but fuck you. And then, uh, well, I didn't talk about the the Brazilian vampires. Yeah, you skipped them. I skipped them. I'm sorry. More racism. (laughs) Yeah. That was my bad, y'all. These vampires in particular are described as being wild at every opportunity. Katarina? And Senna? Senna no, Kachiri's not there. Kachiri's not there. Zafrina, Zafrina and Senna. Yeah. Yeah. They're the ones that are there. Kachiri's I, elsewhere. Yeah. Yes. I apologize. Zafrina has the power to show people images. Kind of like Renesmee's power, but she doesn't have to touch you and she can just like make you see things that aren't there. Um, but her and Renesmee get along real great because they just like, I don't know, show each other pictures all the time. Um, so then Zafrina steps up. After the whole uh, incident with Kate and it's like, I'm going to take away all your abilities to see everything. You're all going to see just like black. And then as soon as Bella protects you and you can see everything again, raise your hand. And Bella's able to like protect like two people before she's like, this is too hard. Um, 
I don't know. Is that it? Oh, no, no that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> There's also these three, three more fucking people. Three more people. No, come. miss. No, you were. You're gonna miss. You're gonna miss the the one old paranoid British guy. Love him. The paranoid British nomad who doesn't talk to anyone, even Carlo, except once in a century. Um, yes, he's convinced that now that he's been brought into this, he's going to have to, like, live on the run forever because of Ultori or, like, we know about you now. He, um, it's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine him as the oldest he's British man. He's also a tracker. He's, he's like... He's like, like super, mumbling to himself. Yeah. He's like a misanthrope, you know. <laughs> he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't like anybody. He's so misunderstood. <laughs> oh man, I'm real mad that I'm uh that I got this chapter to recap because there's just so many goddamn little details of these. Okay, you have yeah, you have two you have two more people. I have two more people. And they're important. Wait, that are I can't that tell aren't the important. Romanians? No, no, just they're the Romanians. The Romanians. Oh, I thought there were three rooms. I think there's only two of them. There's just two. Oh. I'm referencing the index. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's two Romanians that come. They're super old also, but maybe not as old as Volturi because their skin looks slightly less papery, <laughs> but we don't really know yet. Um, they just came because they heard word of mouth that, like, there are some vampires who are gathering who are going to go against the Volturi and they want to see that shit go down. They don't care what the Collins have done. They don't care how bad it is. Like, we just want to see this fight. And then it's they so good. <laughs> they even Carlisle like, is like, no, we're not trying we're to not. fight the Volturi. And they're like, that could change. That could change. <laughs> also, maybe we will. Let's just let's just see what happens. And Bella brings out Renesme, and the guys are like. Oh yeah, you guys did something real bad, and then <laughs> and we like that. Yeah, and Carla's like, "No, it's not what you think," and they're like, "Don't care." <laughs> uh, no one likes them. No one trusts them. They are obviously there for their own motives, and I don't know. They kind of add a little sauciness to it, but yeah. also they just like stand back and like watch everyone, and they're like, "Ooh, look at that." vampire just like read mind Ooh, look at this vampire and her powers and they're just like over there like twiddling their fingers like yeah like that muppet you know the one that's like a what is he a buzzard or like a he's some kind of bird of prey you know the one i'm talking about no i'm gonna look up i'm really bad i don't really know the muppets yeah but that and then, so, and then at the end of the chapter, they start to feel hopeful because they're, look at all of look at all of our people and all of our uh, all the stuff that they can do, and look at all of our witnesses. Um, and that's the chapter. I think I, the hardest chapter I've ever. Read. You had a really hard one. I am gonna give you like a six point five, okay. which I know is low, but like you did have hard, you had hard material. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a raw score of a five, but also acknowledge that the experience of listening to your recap was a lot like reading the chapter, <laughs> and so on a curve, I therefore give you a seven. Okay, great. <laughs> I take I take it. God, I mean, too yeah. much information about some people. Okay. no information about other people. We just like here it is. We were waiting to meet all the people. Here are Here all the are. fucking people. Here okay, they are. Okay, wait. Can I start off this discussion with uh, this hilarious line from Jacob? Um, oh, my God. He says, 
He I kept can't this distance when he could, and when he couldn't, he grumbled to Renesmee that someone was going to have to provide an index if anyone expected him to keep all the new bloodsuckers' names straight. And in the ebook, this line has uh, a little a little bookmark on it, and when you click it, it takes you back to the index of people. Yeah, in the print, it has a little asterisk, <laughs> and at the bottom of the page, it says see page 756 it really takes you out it really breaks the fourth wall it's really bad they're like a literal index here you go i don't like it no it's so dumb i mean listen we complained last week about how you don't know the glossary is there until you get to the end of the book but i don't think this i don't think this is the way to fix that yeah i don't like it absolutely (laughs) not I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's a better way. <laughs> I just love that they're like, listen, y'all, let's put index in their mouths, and then link to the index. link to an index. That's it. I don't the think I would have even I come can't... up with that. <laughs> I don't think I would have even thought of that. No, <laughs> as, a su- as a suggestion, because Maybe... it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, who? Do you think this line was in the book before somebody <laughs> suggested there being an index? No. I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't think so. You think it was like somebody was like, man, I this this is really hard to keep straight. Maybe we should add a, a list yeah. in the back. Because I don't think Stephanie Meyer would think of Jacob saying the word index. No. Like it's like Like independently like, no. of like Yeah. Already you know what I would have done? Did y'all read the Warriors books about the cats? I read a couple I of them. I didn't read them, but I, I, I know they, them. At the very beginning, they would list the clans and like right. who was part of each clan. And I'd be like, listen, oh, cool, look, all these vampires are going to show up. Of course, I don't actually think there, there's enough vampires that show up. Like, like if you're going to have an index of characters, you need to have interspersed. I feel like we've talked about this. We need to just have them interspersed throughout. Don't give me don't this, give me 50 names in this one. This chapter is everything that I try to avoid when editing <laughs> a book. Is too much information all in received at the same like this is yeah. classic information dump and everybody Info knows that dump. they're boring and, and that most they're really hard to keep track of. Yeah, it would be one thing if everybody was really interesting like alistair is interesting he's the the european not pick him as the most interesting one look he's just the first one that came to mind but (laughs) he's a character you know he's like walking around up in the attic which is his favorite place to sulk and he's muttering to himself which he knows the rest of them can hear like he's a character at least if all of them, like, had, like, a personality. I mean, I think she tries to give them all personality. Truly, Mary and Randall, I got nothing Ooh, from. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it has to be so many people. Yeah. I mean, it has to be so many people because she established that every single person who lives with the Volturi is coming with them. Which right. is, like, of which too was many also people. stupid. <laughs> too many people. So then it's, like, well, in order to counter that many people, there's going to have to be so many people. I think she was just, like, how can I make this really big? Really epic? More people. And, like, no, that's not the solution. I, I don't know how you could have solved this. Because, like, there's no reason for them to, for any of them to come earlier in the book. So there's no reason to, like, know, learn them over time. I think you have to montage it. And not give us every single name. You know, like, 
It was a blur of faces and names. The Irish coven, who were particularly taken with Renesmee. Eccentric Alistair, who spent his time sulking in the attic. Like, you know, you montage it, and, and it's like, but more were coming every day. Right. And mm -hmm. then it's like, all right, it's a full house. We got mm -hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, So it's more like family reunion vibe, where, like, you know there's a bunch of aunts. You just don't know right. who the aunts are. And you'll know like... you'll meet them eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and but the not people right you now. do meet, you know will have, like, a purpose in the story. Yeah. But since she can't effectively give everybody a personality, she instead has to resort to weird, harmful stereotypes. Yeah. Um, especially for the... Um, Amazon coven. The Amazon ladies. But the the Egyptians get a little bit of yeah, that too. The Egyptian description is weird. Oh, there's also a lot of silent women. Oh, yeah. Like we get the Amazon women who are like cool and outgoing, but also we get additional quiet ladies who say nothing. But are always like right next to whoever yeah, just they're always they're right made. there. As close as a shadow. Which actually is good phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> the best contender. So, the line, okay, here's what it says. This is, they describe the Egyptian vampires who are kind of like, they disagree with each other. It seemed like an unlikely grouping, though the Egyptians all looked so alike with their midnight hair and olive-toned pallor that they easily could have passed for a biological family. None of the other people are described as looking like they could be biologically related to each other like the irish people don't all look irish like I mean, they I don't look the related to you Cullens all look related yeah the cullens they literally pretend to all be related <laughs> yeah they do <laughs> and that's also like... they fight with each other like that's not weird but that's really on the basis of they can get away with that f for humans because it's like oh yeah we're all super pale they're like Right. To a human, it's like, okay, you guys look alike. To a right. vampire. To a vampire with vampire eyes. Yeah. Like, that? you'd be like, okay, yeah, I see all the differences. Do you uh, think it makes sense that these a lot of these people are grouped by where they are from? Or does that not make sense for, like, a vampire community? I think it makes a certain amount of sense. Because what we know about the Cullens is that they all are still like geographically speaking relatively close to where they're from with the exception of like yeah, they Carlisle, are. you know they are. like they're all from the continental united states yeah right? that seems kind of random though like world yeah. building wise like yeah. they have no reason not to just like wander they around also over the place speaking of like getting other places there's this note about how Edward lets everybody borrow his car to go hunt. Like, for why? All Like, half of these people are, like, nomadic. Like, surely they're not, like, in cars. Like, what? And they can run faster And they all got here. Car. They all right. got here somehow. They all know how to obtain transportation. And apparently they right. got here without a car. It's almost as if the weird. car is, like bait for a person like ooh, come look at my interesting car munch 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then like interspersed we get everybody's 
like special powers. powers. Also, yeah, it's a lot of powers. I don't know. I just assumed that there would be fewer powers than we're really led to have. Yeah, that's true. Like, it just seems like every other vampire has a power. Like, every coven has somebody who can do something. Like, typically multiple somebodies. Yeah. The index has uh, an asterisk besides every vampire with a quantifiable supernatural talent. Well, there you go. The Romanians don't have any powers, and the Egyptians, only Benjamin has a power. Mm-hmm. Who can... He's the Avatar. Yeah. How, how do? How, and also, what did? He, what was he doing at before? Yeah. What was he doing? As, that's what I want to know. As what was he human? doing as a human? Right. That's what I want to know. Made this guy think that he'd have anything special. I don't know. And um, it like nobody has seen a vampire before who could do actual physical things. Right. Everything like, has just been like. Eliezer is very surprised. Yeah. Edward is very surprised by this. Yeah, I honestly think it's not fair. And also, I don't think he's we been make like them this super powerful. Like, he, the, 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 uh, they've been trying to like keep Benjamin away from Aro, and like worst idea is ever is come to this congregation of vampires because now yeah. there's zero percent chance that Aro doesn't find out about him. Right? Yeah, and he's gonna want him. Um, it, oh, it, it's like interesting story wise. I almost would read like a novella about right. that about instead Benjamin, of yeah. the short second life of Bree Tanner. Right? <laughs> we didn't actually talk about the description of the Amazons. No, we have oh, to we're do getting that. to it. This is this is pretty pretty bad. Um the bottom of 612 if you want to follow along. Carlisle, the taller of the t- of the two very tall. I don't even know how to say this. Farin? Farine? Ferrine? I don't Ferrine? know this word. It's F-E-R-I-N-E. Let's all learn Ferrine? a word today. Women greeted him when they arrived. Both of them seemed as if they... Oh my god, I have been tripping over my words so bad, like, this week. And we had launch this week, and all of my practices went so bad. Huh? The actual presentation was good. But yeah, like... your presentation was great. <laughs> Thank you. It was like the one time all week that I haven't been tripping over my words. It's been like really bad this week. Ferrine um... means the same as feral. It's just... Oh, oh. great. Great. That's bad. <laughs> These Ferrine. two feral women with long arms and legs, long fingers, long brack. <laughs> long black braids and long faces with long noses that wow. kind of has a, a, a picture book long. quality to it yeah it does. You know what I mean? uh they wore nothing but animal skins hide vests and tight-fitting pants that laced on the sides with leather ties it wasn't just their eccentric clothes that made them seem wild but everything about them from their restless crimson eyes to their sudden darting movements i'd never met any vampires less civilized <laughs> my jesus <laughs> How? How? Oh, that is like, so incredibly racist. It's so bad. <laughs> she never they met any vampires only less animal skin. civilized. And like, what makes them less? What le- What makes them less yeah, civilized? What about it? So they're far? they're communicating to you in English, apparently. Like, what? They're wearing clothes. They're what? What about them is? They're feral. Like it's what? Their physical height. They're big, scary, intimidating. <gasps> the fact that they wear animal skins. How repulsive! 
their I love sudden their darting movement also have like a sexy vibe to them. They do. They're like I was thinking about really how tight. un like <laughs> yeah. this sounds like the description of like an animated show yeah. from yes. forty years ago. Like what people on those. Do you yeah. know what I'm trying to really like? Tight. I don't even know what show I mean, but I can yeah. see it. Can and this see is it. how they dress. And this yeah. is not how somebody who actually lives in the jungle would actually <laughs> no, wear clothes. Yeah. What I like about the description of their clothing is that to me, it implies that they sew, you know, like by <laughs> hand. Yeah. They are hunting animals and making their own outfit. For sure. Definitely. I mean, yeah, I love that. They have a hobby. But I was like, trying to determine whether, like, only the non-white people are a problem. And I don't think that's quite the case. But, like, the Egyptians are the first ones who, like, really are not into it. Right. Like, or not communicative. Right. It was, like, like two, two of the Egyptian vampires won't. They were, like, the first two who won't actually touch Renez. Well, actually, it's Amun, and he will not allow his oh, mate wow. to touch her either. Oh, is whatever. What and his mate is the one who does not talk. God, yeah, because she doesn't have any agency or decision-making ability no. of her own. Or a She's a wife. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just yeah. here to explain how dire the situation and then, is. Oh, how surprising that the Amazons, despite their fierce appearance, they listened very calmly. Like, as though <laughs> wow. they couldn't possibly act normal. Wow. And, oh, I found this very telling, too. They were every bit as taken with Renesmee as any of the other vampires, but I couldn't help worrying as I watched their swift, jerky movement so close beside her. Like, Which is, like, so being crazy. put on, like, the way that they move around, but just, like, really smacks of, like, racist fear. Yeah, it's like... Like, they're they unfamiliar like and large, they've and they given seem me... uncivilized, so yeah. I should probably be scared. They give, they've given me no indication that I should fear anything from them, but yet... And yet I feel scared. I'm scared. Right. Jesus. I've been thinking about this a lot lately, as in the last, like, day or so, and not to, to take, like, a, a swift turn for the series, but I will... But I don't know if you guys saw that there was a man murdered on the mm-hmm. F train. Mm-hmm. And I've just been thinking about the difference between feeling unsafe and being unsafe. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. this man was on the train yelling about, like, being hungry and thirsty and, like, being tired of the experience of homelessness. And he threw his jacket on the ground, mm-hmm. which anybody that has lived in New York for any amount of time will tell you is a thing that happens and like mm-hmm. it's not a threat to you you might be like startled you might be like oh this person feels unpredictable i feel unsafe but that doesn't mean that you actually are unsafe and i don't know i just really made a connection to to this moment and bella yeah. you know like acting like the amazonians make me feel unsafe for renesme so i'm like on my guard the same way that this guy just decided the guy being the murderer who put him in a chokehold until he died, just, like, decided, like, oh, I feel unsafe, so I'm entitled to do something about it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a valid concern. True. And it's also just, like, extra absurd in in this book. I'm gonna pause. For As we hear police sirens that are too loud for us <laughs> to record over. It's just 
extra absurd in this book because like Bella's a goddamn vampire and all we hear right. about is how, how strong they and are. perfect and how good they are of like sensing situations. Yeah, it's not like they could like, get to Renesmee faster than it, she could get to yeah. Renesmee. It's just and, like Edward can hear their thoughts. Yeah, that too. Like literally everyone in this room has come because they're like your friends in some capacity. Yeah. If they are staying, yeah, it's because they want to help you. Yeah, so fuck off. And then Zafrina <laughs> does end up being like very interesting and like part of what's going on for the rest of the chapter. Yeah. I know we don't really get that much about Senna. No, um, nothing at all. <laughs> I don't know anything about her. I don't know anything about Senna. We only hear about the people with powers because those are the right, only people who are interesting. Yeah, they're the only people that matter. <laughs> Once everybody's a vampire, you got to go that extra mile to yeah, stand out. Obviously. So, yeah, so oh, oh, sorry. I was just going to explain Safrina's power slightly more detailed than I did in my recap. Go for it. Which is just like she can make you see whatever she wants you to see, like in so far that you like are convinced that it's real. Like Edward says, he's like, I would be, I would be pretty uh, convinced by this if I wasn't holding Bella right here, right now, and therefore know that this isn't real. So yeah, she can like, she made Edward feel like he was in the jungle, which is because that's pretty sight. cool, honestly. Yeah, uh, so that one's fun. pretty cool. And it does and not work on Bella. It does not work on Bella. And then and... she's bad at something. Um, Edward tries to teach her how to fight, and she's not good at it. For reasons unknown, she can hunt immediately, but fighting, right. totally different and unrelated. Totally. Uh, and Edward tries once, and then he's like, no, this is too painful. I can't think about killing he's you. He's, like, really weird about it, too. He he's is like, really weird about it. He stares off into the distance. For a whole and minute. You're like, what is what you were like? What's going on here? Yeah, and I don't Bella... know. <laughs> maybe I, think I maybe kind we of read it. I kind of get it. I felt like Bella was the one being really unfair in this situation because Edward spent like a year in love with Bella and having to be so careful not to kill her, like thinking every moment about all the ways he could accidentally kill her. It's like, yeah, I like, would love him imagine to say trying that. to do it on purpose. Be he cut he like maybe painful. teases at it a little bit here, but I'm like. Yeah. Edward, this is a love story, and I want to hear about that. It's true. Yeah, but instead, Bella is like, oh, you're being so selfish. But really, she's I been mean, selfish. The there are no people who can teach her. Is, but, like, she needs to learn how to fight, or else she's going to get pulverized. Yeah, but she doesn't need to learn how to fight from Edward. Which is I his point. To me, it, like, I would feel like then I'd have more control over, like, how she's going to experience this training like who knows mm-hmm. how the other vampires are gonna you know like mess with her and throw her around at least if i'm edward i can be like i'll well if you're know. edward you can read their minds and know exactly what they're gonna do <laughs> but what happens is exactly what melissa is saying she ends up training with kate and kate takes it too far because kate is giving edward electric shocks and Bella okay. is trying to feel her this way is really so silly that like they decide of all the powers that they're gonna yeah. test it's gonna be Kate shocking Edward immediately I was like Edward could just see if he can read Kate's mind and then this works the exact same well, no, I do well, understand Kate that they like, wanted it has to it. hurt 
And right. eventually, like, I guess I do see the argument. Like, the point right. of Kate's point is, like, why would you be able to do this without, like, some motivation? Sure. But, okay, she's never tried to do it without motivation. So maybe yeah. she should try with the motivation she has before adding the motivation of Edward being in pain. I really did not love the way that, like, the description of Bella feeling like, out her power yeah. was written. No, I no. just... It's very vague. She's like, yeah. I'm feeling around the edges, but so nebulous. Like with what? My how? power's like, yeah. Like, like what feeling does and how? it feel like? I have a theory on how this could have been better written. I think that it should be something like, uh, I don't know exactly how you would describe it. So I should have thought this theory more before I decided to pitch it to you guys. But I'm going <laughs> to keep going. It's just like, Bella should describe it as like, trying to pick up something that's like flush to something else you know like Mm -hmm. a card off of a table or you know something that's just it's hard to get any purchase on it and then when kate threatens renezme that peels up a corner and once that corner has been peeled up then bella is able to find her way under find her way around like get a hold on this power and start to manipulate it and after yeah. that, it gets easier, and she can push it farther and farther each time. And she just needed that little, you know, pull up on the edge to get started. Yeah. Instead, it's just like it was so nebulous, and I couldn't feel it. And then Kate threatened Renesme, and suddenly I could feel the entire thing, and I pushed it out outside my body. It's she describes. It, she does describe it as trying to stretch a rubber band, but sometimes. She can't even feel if the rubber band right. is there. Sometimes the rubber band isn't stretchy. Sometimes it doesn't Sometimes exist. it resists. <laughs> it's like when you first became aware of it, what was that like? What was that experience? I want to know. <laughs> the most precise description of it is once Kate threatens Renesme and she's so, she's filled with the rage of a mama bear because as we also- all know mad mothers are the most mad thing that's ever existed and it's completely different from any other experience that any other human ever has can i read my worst sentence now yeah go ahead do it kate probably didn't understand never having known for herself the passion of a mother for a child (laughs) bitch you don't even remember this isn't like a special emotion that doesn't exist for for people for humans who are not mothers yeah you just wouldn't understand Okay, the rage brought every aspect of my being into sharper focus. I could even feel the elasticity of my shield more exactly now. Feel that it was not a band so much as a layer, a thin film that covered me from head to toe. With the the anger rippling through my body, I had a better sense of it, a tighter hold on it. I stretched it around myself. I feel like even more than, like, the metaphor that you used, Maya, like, I want, like, like a bodily sensation like is it like having a limb that you can't see hmm. or like is there like a physical sensation on her skin does it tingle or does she like have to imagine it for it to work i have a question for you guys have you ever been asked like where in your body are you i'm definitely in yes. my head where in your head like right up here near the front, right near the top. I'm kind of like the top, mid, back. Yeah. Ooh. I'm, I'm 
right here. I think I'm right near the middle. Right Ooh, near Melissa's kind of like center top. Yeah. Ooh. I feel like maybe it would be interesting if she like wherever she is in her body if like she, it comes out from there yeah you know like okay These that's the way the more point interesting. of her consciousness so that's where it should originate to come you know what stuff. i wanted more of is edward's you know little posturing about his he starts getting a little mumbly because he's like the possibilities what is going on because inside bella's bubble he yeah. still can't hear Bella. Yeah, which makes that makes no, no sense. sense. It makes no sense. That makes no sense. Um, and I'm so mad like, about it. It doesn't make any sense. And we yes. just brush right over it. Right. I'm I would mad love... that he can't hear her inside I know. the bubble. It I, makes on... no sense at all. I think it would, would be so much cooler if, oh my god, he can hear Bella's mind. Then... I mean, it would be a weird... It would be difficult to wrangle that moment into this chapter. Sure. But like... But the it would be more interesting than anything. It would just be so cool. It'd be like, guess what? B- Bella has this ability to like let Edward in whenever, and like, does It'll she? Everything. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Imagine if Bella were practicing, right? And she doesn't really have a-, a handle on it yet, and she thinks to herself, like, "Oh, I'm never gonna get this." And Edward is like, "You are gonna get it." And she's like. I didn't say that out loud. That would be so cute. That would be so cute. Keep going. <laughs> I love that. It's so fun. Yeah. So like Edward does. He's like, this is. It is fascinating. Like once you're inside Bella's bubble, do his power. So his powers work on the other people inside Bella's yes. bubble. Yes. And he notes that like. He so the people outside of the bubble can't do stuff to the people in the bubble, but he can still read people's still minds, read their minds from inside the bubble. From inside the bubble. It's a little confusing, but So what they're getting at that they haven't actually like stated explicitly yet is like, ooh, this is a really amazing defensive power. If Bella can learn to hold the shield long enough, she could and cover yeah, like Everybody. she could cover an indefinite number of people if she has the power. Right. And uh, everyone could still use their powers on the Volturi. Yeah. Right. So like two chapters ago and last chapter, it was like, here's why you have absolutely no shot against the Volturi. Right. No hope whatsoever. And then in this chapter, very quickly, it's like, oh, well, actually, somebody has a power that can protect all of you guys from all the Volturi powers yeah. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And also, no connections to that are being made explicitly yet. And no. it's just very much like, is that good? Oh, interesting. Is, is that, that good? Scud? <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. And now we also got fucking avatars up in here. And I, I'm, I'm like, this is all absurd. You're all too powerful. You're all just superheroes. But it's not just the avatars. Because it's also... The Romanians. <laughs> they show up right after they figure out Bella's shield situation. And you hear Carlisle talking to them like, oh, I, I think there's been a misunderstanding. We're not trying to fight the Volturi because they say, we heard hints that Volturi were moving against you. I like that it's not even like the Volturi. I yes. feel like it says something about their voice, you know. Just so there funny. were whispers that you would not stand alone. Obviously, the whispers were true. This is an impressive gathering. And, the Car- and Carlisle's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Uh, we're not trying to fight them. And very quickly, they're like, oh, it, it, we don't care that you broke the law. It's fine. We like that. And Carlisle's <laughs> like, we didn't break Good the law. You. And they're like, whatever. We want to take them down. Right. Uh, because apparently, like, 1,500 years ago, the Romanian coven ruled the vampire realm, and the Volturi overthrew them and these two romanians are like the last two. when did we get that well or at least is it in i guess it doesn't have that much detail it says focused only on their bitter resentment of the ones who had overthrown their empire 1500 years earlier so we don't know for sure that oh. they were in charge of like all the vampires okay. but they had some kind of like large empire power right. situation right. okay and they got overthrown they i was in charge of some vampires somewhere i was initially initially annoyed that the next oldest vampires that we have met are also European. And also, I don't know. And so, like, like, I like the detail that, like, they hate the Volturi because they got overthrown 1,500 years ago. But, like, we really could have gone, like, I don't know. What are, like, the ancient Chinese vampires? (laughs) Yeah. What are they doing? I like to think that they know all of this is so goddamn stupid. Yeah, they're, they're just, just like chilling. They're just like, like yeah, don't like, get the involved. Have <laughs> no jurisdiction. No, here. <laughs> I really do feel like the Volturi probably have no jurisdiction. Yeah. Like I think the Volturi probably have jurisdiction, like in Europe and North America. Yeah, and like we know they have jurisdiction in South America because, like, all these people know of them. But, like, Afri- we don't have any vampires from Africa. We don't no. have any from Asia. Or Asia. Well, uh, and it kind of seems that it's, like... Africa? Oh, say that again? Oh, Egypt. Oh, yeah, Egypt. 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 Yeah, you're right. Well, not... But that's, like... No vampires from not North Africa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's, like... Egypt is in Africa. but It's, it's like in the Mediterranean. Yeah, it's... Right. It's, right. It's, it's not like European it's so far adjacent. from Italy. You know? Right. 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 But you're right. Uh, it was wrong of me to say that there weren't any from Africa. It was like, yeah, they just don't don't seem to care about those places. No. I wonder why. Yeah, and even like all the nomads that they know are coded still, like, like vaguely yeah. European descent. Garrett. Garrett. Uh, Garrett is he's the Randall. adventurer. Yeah, they all speak English, which I guess, you know, they all know a billion languages because they're so smart, but... Yeah, if you don't speak multiple languages as a vampire, it's just because you haven't bothered to learn yet. Just because you're lazy. (laughs) (laughs) You could learn in, like, a week, you know? Right. You read a bunch of books, you watch you watch a couple movies. Done. Got it. Yeah, yeah these it. are super smart brain to just... I'm sure they already know every language already because vampires just have all the knowledge just in their <laughs> brain already. Like, math. These two vampires in particular, I wonder about how they spend their time. They're super ancient. They don't have their empire. They're clearly, world. like, gossiping anymore. busybodies. Because <laughs> they're like, we've heard some whispers... We had to come. We're going to watch all of you and just twiddle our fingers. <laughs> They're like your next door neighbors who are always just like watching out the windows. That's what they do. <laughs> we had one of those when we lived in a condo and the neighbor called the condo board to report my family for like taking a lot of black bags into our <laughs> house because we were moving in. And we put a bunch of, like, soft stuff in black plastic bags, you know, like garbage bags, like clothes and stuff. It's easy. You just throw them in. And they reported 
like someone from the condo board like called my mom and be like yeah someone is concerned about the number of black bags in your possession that feels my mom extremely like, classic. tell them where we get the bu- that's where we keep the bodies <laughs> yeah that's very classist that's like these people don't have suitcases or boxes i think there's something wrong with What's, them they must how dare they live next door to of- me methamphetamine i've seen breaking bad <laughs> yeah this family with children um anyway some people you know <laughs> that's what that's the vibe i get from these romanians but like just uh they just want to see the volturi go down yeah they're yeah, ready yeah. oh okay this is what i had to show you guys it turns out they are not muppets at all <laughs> but these two vultures are how i imagine oh yeah Aren't they from the Jungle Book? Are they Jungle Book? I think so. I think so. they're Snow White. Oh, there it's from one of them. Snow White? I feel like they're from the Jungle Book, too. Okay, I'm going to search Disney Vultures. <laughs> they're from but Snow also, White. Snow also White! Like wow. Those... wow, that's wild. What are the Muff- Aren't there two Muppets that like sit up in the box and grumble? The oh, time? yeah. The- that's <laughs> Waldorf and Stadler, and I love them. Stadler? I don't know. That, they that, just they sit have up there and make jokes. Vibes. Yeah, that that's feels so, like these guys. So, <laughs> so good. And honestly, right, I love happened. their vibe, though. Yeah. Like, Oh, I, I, was, I would read a book about them. We're sure. here to witness the chaos and make it more chaotic if we can. <laughs> Okay, best certain sources. So, there's 17 of them, plus 11. So there's hella people here. We finally know them all. It happened. I guess. I mean, I did already say a worse sentence, but I feel like there's just so many. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, contenders for each. Okay, I'm going to go with this for my worst. Um... This is when Bella is working on expanding her protective shield out from her. I locked my jaw and shoved, trying to heave the resisting, resilient safeguard farther from myself. Inch by inch, I drove it toward Kate, fighting the reaction that fought back with every fraction that I gained. (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? What does it feel like? What does it look like? What is she doing? What I think it looks sense. like she's, she's like constipated. It's <laughs> nothing to me. <laughs> That's so true. And also, like, it's just, it is interesting, like, that she mentions that this is the first time she's ever like had a difficult time. Yeah, she's tired. It's the first yeah, time she's, she's ever. She's like, oh, I didn't know vampires could be tired. That's weird. But it's like I don't understand how or why. None of this no. makes any sense. No. I feel like all the racism is my worst. Yeah. So I'm going to pick yeah. two best. The racism <laughs> wow. um, The first one is a description of how all these new vampires feel about Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Jacob seemed more or less invisible to them. Not quite a person, but also not food either. <laughs> they treated him the way people who are not animal lovers treat the pets of their friends. Okay. <laughs> hilarious because my roommate Lauda hates pets and dogs specifically and so I could picture this like perfectly she because like the way that she sees animals she just kind of looks at them with like vague disgust and like can I operate my life with this thing that's so gross in my vicinity I guess I guess I will because that's 
because I'm a good person, but, like, I don't want to. But, like, wow, I'm such a good person for being around this dog. I find it very ironic that you chose that as your best sentence because although I find it to be an effective metaphor, it's also it's also com- racist. It's, it's also, also racism. Yeah. Like, yeah, again, the, like, I know that the werewolves <laughs> literally turn into animals, so, like, sure. But, like, it's just the werewolves, once the indigenous people, once again, being compared to animals. In this oh. case, like the other racism is my worst. This one is the best for the humor aspect. This one, we'll see, because this one, I think it would be different if we also saw other werewolves there who were also being compared to animals. But this is just Jacob, and we know that he's like a shitty person. And so it's just like, <laughs> yeah. It's personal. This, it's, it's only personal. about Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just feel like, look, racism's bad, but if it's going to be in there, make it funny. You know? <laughs> Uh, you my other another one? best? Yeah, I am too. Wow. I love Alistair. Uh, so, <laughs> That's a real uh, curveball for me. <laughs> it's a description of just like Alistair's uh, perspective. Uh, Alistair was afraid to be here, but more afraid of not knowing the outcome. He was deeply Been suspicious there. of all authority and therefore naturally suspicious of the Volturi. <laughs> I just love the idea of him being like, oh, God, I mean, (laughs) I don't like this, but also I gotta know what happened. (laughs) I did just picture someone who's just deeply uncomfortable through his whole existence. (laughs) I loved him. He's only lived this long because he just doesn't participate in things. No, Like, Carlisle's his best friend, and he'll see him once a century. And it's, like, an imposition. <laughs> okay, that doesn't make any sense, because that means they've only met, like, four like times. times. <laughs> like, how old is Carlisle? Carlisle's only, like, 300 years old. So, they met three times, and Galster's like, that's my best friend. My best friend right there. And that Carlisle was like, I can best call friend. in this favor. <laughs> He called in several favors. Yeah. I don't understand how he had racked up several, several favors, favors with this man that he sees once <laughs> a century. The math ain't mathin'. I love his like conspiracy theory vibes because he's also yeah. correct. <laughs> okay, and wait. He likes the being in the attic. Like I don't know. Oh, he's yeah. a fucking weirdo. Very English. Um, I'm gonna pick a second worst then. Father. Here it is. Siobhan, a woman of immense presence whose huge body was both beautiful and mesmerizing as it moved in smooth undulations. Undulations. I can't even imagine it. I I don't know what she means. Being like a a a belly dancer. Yeah, I feel like she's just a belly dancer. I don't know. Or like, you know, like street fighting arcade games and the characters when they're waiting, they're doing their little dance. Just constantly. I don't get it. I literally just picture her belly dancing through every interaction. I think part of it is that Stephanie wrote herself into a corner putting all these vampires together because she's like, yeah, all vampires are like the same. 
So now I gotta come up with ways to like make them distinct, and it's really hard. Yeah, without being super racist. Oh, I don't think do she it. was thinking Damn. about that. I don't think it occurred to her. I was thinking, you know what? There are a lot of things in that chapter that just would not fly today. No, like there, no. like if if I read a chapter like this, there are about fifteen things I would have flagged and would have gotten changed, and we would have like switched around who was who. Like, this really oh, would yeah. not fly today. To the point that I really do wonder if they have updated this text. I doubt it. I think it's too... I think, I think, it's it's really too, I think the racism in these books is, like, too suffused. Like, there's too much you of it in too many places. You can't update the, the, like, Native American stuff. You know, that's baked in. But, like less civilized that's like the easy kind of thing you can take out well i don't know i'm reading an ebook do libraries update no probably i think only if it gets like pushed out i mean assuming i mean it when we update ebooks we must push them out or how would anybody have them i don't know i I mean think about how many holes in the process there are Yeah. yeah i mean fair yeah probably not i, I kind of feel like to the point no i don't think they would i i feel like it's bad enough that if somebody listened to this podcast and they were like responsible for these books they'd be like oh i have to go do a reprint correction <laughs> like i got i gotta like raise there's the just so much it's like full paragraph <laughs> yeah. like once you started to touch it it the whole thing would on un- the, like, the entire series would unravel i mean you could like, at least just cut out every wild yeah just just chop them out calling them feral yeah you can just literally just cut certain words this is a this is a whole big conversation that yeah i don't think we have time for it tonight (laughs) (laughs) and that's it that's it that's it email us with questions and comments at twilightfacepodcast.gmail.com also email us and tell us like where in your body your mind is yeah i want to know that I, I do like, that. I feel like in my yoga classes I've been doing, it's been exercises and putting yourself in different parts of your body. Whoa. Yeah. Never done Ooh. that. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you to our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Lee, Chance, Kings Gambit, Mary, Melissa, Rachel, Olivia, Sabine, Hannah, Maddie, and Madeline. You can follow us at Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Insta and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight <laughs> Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by Melissa Shermer. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can bite, bite me. Bite my Bye. ass. Bye. Bye. She said bite my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. Just imagine somebody getting their molars. Like, they're really in Okay, it. Maya. Yeah. <laughs>